Welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast for February 17th. I'm Tom Maluli, and the format that we use for these weekly podcasts is we take the weekly column that's written by John Dorfman. He's a money manager and syndicated columnist for Bloomberg.com. He writes a weekly column. You may find it in your local paper. Here in central New Jersey, it's published every Sunday in the Asbury Park Press. And what Dorfman does is he takes some of the stocks that he's looking at and and discusses them, whether he would buy them or stay away from them. What Dorfman's approach, however, is it's different from ours in the sense that he is a value money manager. Not only is he a syndicated columnist, but he also manages money for Thunderstorm Capital. He's the chairman of the company, money management firm out of Boston. And what Dorfman does is he takes a value approach towards the picks that he makes. So a value money manager is someone who is looking to buy beaten down companies or companies that are trading at low valuations. He likes to buy assets at pennies on the dollar. That's not really what we do at Maluli Asset Management. And so what we try to do each week in this podcast is take some of the names that Dorfman is recommending or talking about, and we take a look at the point-and-figure chart for that company, and we ultimately decide if we agree or disagree with his call. This week, the headline of his column was, Stocks that are likely to bleed if Congress slashes the budget. And he talks about how areas like defense spending and health care spending are going to be in danger and what companies are still cheap or may have things priced in and what companies are expensive and therefore a little more at risk. The problem that I've got with that is he talks about companies that have a high P.E. ratio and that makes it more vulnerable I've never seen anything that explains why a company with a high price-earnings multiple is more vulnerable to a price drop than another company. Why is that so? He also talks about companies that are already very cheap and may be worth buying. They may be cheap on a P.E. ratio, but when you look at them on a chart, they may be telling a completely different story. Ultimately, when you get down to it, when you're talking about defense spending in particular, Yes, people want spending cuts across the board. However, there's more political uprisings going on around the world. He gets involved, like a lot of people in my line of work do, in making predictions of what's going to happen in the market. And at Maluli Asset Management, we just don't like to get involved in predictions at all. What we say is that the the trend of a stock or the trend of an investment is already on the chart. And so you can tell, good news or bad, what's happening with a stock. You could have a company with terrific earnings, terrific revenues, terrific growth prospects, and the stock is going down. Why? Simply because more people are selling it than buying it. But there must be a reason for that. And we may not know the reason why a stock is going down for three months or six months or even a year from now. Someone may have some information or a gut feeling or a prediction or who knows what the reason is, but people will buy and sell based on their own decisions, not on something I'm going to tell them or some money manager is going to tell them. And so we will see the direction that a stock or an investment is taking on the chart long before there's headlines in the paper. So 
in this week's column, Dorfman writes about some of the stocks, uh, some of the defense stocks that are already cheap that may be worth buying, and he mentions four of them: Raytheon, Lockheed, General Dynamics, and Northrop Grumman. Well, looking at the chart, Raytheon has actually tested its support line a couple of times. There are, in my opinion, it looks like there's better stocks to buy in the sector, but the trend is positive. General Dynamics has already had a pretty significant run. You know, in September of 2010, this stock was trading at $58, $59. It's now $78. Doesn't mean it's ending its run. I'm just saying that it's already had a huge run. That, that stock symbol is GD. Northrop Grumman, pretty much the same thing as General Dynamics. In September, the stock was trading at $55. Earlier this month, it was trading, uh, it got up to 72 So already had a good run. Northrop happens to be pulling back a little bit. But this sector really is, it, it's all over the map in the sense that, you know, when some sectors move, you'll see all of, for example, the semiconductors moving at the same time. Or you'll see all of the healthcare stocks moving in the same direction generally at the same time. With the defense stocks, they all seem to be telling a different story. Lockheed, LMT is the symbol. The stock just gave a buy signal here at uh, $82 a share. So uh, you're getting a completely mixed story from all of these defense companies. In the healthcare area, Dorfman talks about how healthcare spending may be cut more than any other place, and he talked about two particular companies, Molina Healthcare out of Long Beach, California, and HealthSpring, which is based in Tennessee. Dorfman's reasons for making these recommendations, he seems to not be a fan of Molina because it trades at 27 times earnings, HealthSpring trades at 10 times earnings. If you look at the chart, Molina, the symbol is MOH. The stock now trades at $34 a share, but it just gave a pretty significant buy signal earlier this month at $31. It was a triple-top break. The momentum has been positive for about 10 weeks now, so it really does need to pull back a little bit, but that's an interesting name to watch. HealthSpring has given two successive buy signals. The stock's at 33 I don't really see on a chart basis that much difference between Molina at 27 times earnings and HealthSpring, symbol is HS, at 10 times earnings. So I don't really buy into the fact that just because a company is trading at 10 times earnings or 27 times earnings that it's a good or bad investment. One of the things that I like to remind my clients is that a company may be trading at a particular multiple 27 times earnings. However, the company can go back and restate earnings for the previous year, or they can forecast changes that are happening in their business for the upcoming year. And so using math, just math to make a decision on fundamental analysis, isn't really painting the entire picture. And that's why we like to remind our clients that we use both the fundamental side of the story and marry it to the technical side as well so they get a complete picture. One of my friends in the industry relates this to playing the piano with both hands. You've got one side fundamental, one side technical. I think that makes a lot of good sense. One of the comments that Dorfman made in his column about these particular healthcare companies is that there is a lot of bad news already priced into the stock. How do you know that? 
how do you know that bad news is already priced into the stock? Sure, when people say that, they mean the stock's already been beaten down. But how do you know that, that the beating isn't over yet? There's really no way to tell. So we advise our clients all the time, before you make a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment, you really need to get with your advisor and hash out all the details and make an informed decision. If you don't have an advisor, you can feel free to call us. You can reach us on uh, the web at maluli.net. That's M-U-L-L-O-O-L-Y.net. Or you can reach us by phone at 732-223-9000. We'd love to help you make a better informed decision before you make an investment. We'd like to remind our listeners that these recommendations that we discuss each week in these podcasts are recommendations made by John Dorfman, who's a syndicated columnist and money manager out of Boston for Thunderstorm Capital. These are not recommendations for Maluli Asset Management. If you'd like to know what we are looking at, definitely give us a call. Again, you can reach us at 732-223-9000. That's it for this week. Thanks, and we'll talk to you again next week.